New York Times bestselling author John C. Maxwell and the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Follow them and people will follow you. Forward by Stephen R. Covey. When John Maxwell asked me to write the foreword for his 10th anniversary edition of the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, I was honored and intrigued. During the past two decades, John and I have traveled on parallel paths in our speaking and writing. We have both been called leadership experts over the years. We know and respect each other's work, but in spite of the similarities between our messages, we have rarely spoken to the same audience. So to recommend this book allows me to introduce John Maxwell and his teaching to members of my audience who have not yet read him. And what better book to recommend than his new and improved version of the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership? It serves as a short of manifesto for his teaching and his life. Study this book and you've gotten to know John Maxwell, the person, as well as his philosophy of leadership. When the 21 laws were first published in 1998, I could see immediately how practically and applicable the laws were. They still are. For over three decades, John Maxwell has earned his reputation as a communicator. And as he says, communicators make the complex simple. Rather than an esoteric examination of leadership, this book is more like a foundational instruction manual. With each chapter, you will get to know individuals who did, or some who didn't, obey the law in question. The law itself is defined clearly and simply, and most importantly, John will give you specific steps for applying it to the leadership in your office, community, family, or church. John has told me regarding this revision that he was excited about the opportunity to include the lessons he's learned since the 21 laws were first written. I know what he means. Leadership is not static and neither should a book be about it. I believe this revised edition will have an even greater impact than its predecessor. Laws have been updated, illustrations refined, and applications enhanced. The foundational leadership concepts have not been abandoned. Rather, they've been updated for a new generation of leaders. As good as the original was, this new edition is even better. If the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is new to you, let me say that you are in for a treat. It will change the way you live and lead. As you read, you'll be encouraged and your ability to lead will expand. If you have read the original book, then you'll be thrilled with the new edition. You'll learn many new ways as well as being reminded of truths that will serve you well. And by engaging in the new application activities, you will really sharpen your skills. I trust that you will enjoy and benefit from reading this book just as I did. In it, you will find absolutely amazing, inspiring leadership stories. Stephen R. Covey, author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, The Eighth Habit, and Everyday Greatness. Introduction. Every book is a conversation between the author and the individual reading it. Some people pick up a book hoping for a bit of encouragement. Some devour a book's information as if they were attending an intensive seminar. Others find in its pages a mentor they can meet with on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. The thing I love about writing books is that it allows me to talk to many people I will never personally meet. That's why I've made the decision that in 1977 to become an author. I had a passion to add value to people that energized me to write. That passion still burns within me today. Few things are more rewarding to me than being on the road and having someone I've never met approach me and say, thank you. 
Your book has really helped me. It's why I write and intend to continue writing. Despite the deep satisfaction of knowing that my books help people, there is also a great frustration that comes with being an author. Once a book is published, it freezes in time. If you and I knew each other personally, and we met weekly or monthly to talk about leadership, every time we got together, I'd share with you something new I had learned. As a person, I continue to grow. I'm constantly reading. I'm analyzing my mistakes. I'm talking to excellent leaders to learn from them. Each time you and I were to sit down, I'd say, you won't believe what I just learned. As a conference and event speaker, I often teach the principles I write about in my books, and I'm constantly updating my material. I use new stories, I refine ideas, and I often gain new insights as I stand in front of an audience. However, when I go back to books that I've previously written, first I become aware of how I've changed since I've written them, but second, I become frustrated because the books can't grow and change along with me. That's why I got excited when my publisher, Thomas Nelson, asked if I would like to revise the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership for a special 10th anniversary edition. When I originally wrote the book, it was in my answer to the question, if you were to take everything you've learned about leadership over the years and boil it down into a short list, what would it be? I put on paper the essentials of leadership communicated as simply and clearly as possible. And soon after the book was published and it appeared on four different bestseller lists, I realized it had the potential to help a lot of people become better leaders. Growth equals change. But now, years later, there are things I'm no longer satisfied with in the original edition, and I knew I could improve upon some of the ideas. Some stories had become dated, and I wanted to replace them with new ones. I had also developed new material to better explain and illustrate some of the principles. While teaching the laws for nearly a decade in dozens of countries around the world, I fielded thousands of questions about them. That process advanced my thinking beyond what it was when I first wrote the book. Working on this 10th anniversary edition has allowed me to make those improvements. By far the biggest change I wanted to make to the original book centered on two of the laws. What, you may ask. How can you change one of your irrefutable laws? First of all, while teaching them, I soon discovered that two of the laws were really just subsets of other laws. The law of E.F. Hutton, when the real leader speaks, people listen was really just an aspect of the law of influence. The true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. When people around the table stop and listen to a leader speak, they are revealing that the speaker has influence. Because the idea and the law of E.F. Hutton were a part of the law of influence, I merged those two chapters. Similarly, I recognize that the law of reproduction, it takes a leader to raise up a leader, was assumed in the law of explosive growth to add growth, lead followers, to multiply lead leaders. For that reason, I combined them as well. The other things that happened was that I began to realize that I had missed some of the things when writing about the laws of leadership originally. I discovered the first omission as I soon had taught the laws as a few times in developing countries. I found that in many of those places, leadership was focused on position, privilege, and power. In my paradigm of leadership, I took some of those things for granted. I see leadership primarily as a form of service and had never identified a law to teach that principle. The second oversight had to do with modeling leadership 
and impacting the culture of an organization. The result is the inclusion of two new laws in this 10th anniversary edition of the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. The Law of Addition, Leaders Add Value by Serving Others, and The Law of the Picture, People Do What People See. From today's perspective, I asked myself, how could I have missed them? But I did. The good news is that you won't. I feel certain that these two laws will add immeasurably to the book and to your ability to lead. Serving others and showing others the way are two critical components of successful leadership. I wish I could revise each of my books every 10 years to include things I missed. More lessons learned. There are two other things I've been reminded of as I've taught the 21 laws these last 10 years. One. Leadership requires the ability to do more than one thing well. Instinctively successful people understand that focus is important to achievement, but leadership is very complex. During a break at a conference where I was teaching the 21 laws, a young college student came up to me and said, I know you're teaching 21 laws of leadership, but I want to get to the bottom line. With intensity, he raised his index finger and asked, what's the one thing I need to know about leadership? Trying to match his intensity, I raised my index finger and answered, the one thing you need to know about leadership is that there is more than one thing you need to know about leadership. To lead well, we must do 21 things well. Two, no one does all 21 laws well. Despite the fact that we must do 21 things well to be excellent leaders, it is reality that none of us does all of them well. For example, I'm average or below average in five of the laws and I wrote the book. So what is a leader to do? Ignore those laws? No, develop a leadership team. At the end of this book, there is a leadership evaluation and I encourage you to take it to evaluate your aptitude for each law. Once you've discovered in which laws you are average or below average, begin looking for team members whose skills are strong where yours are weak. They will compliment you and vice versa, and the whole team will benefit. That will make it possible for you to develop an all-star leadership team. Remember, none of us is as smart as all of us. Some things never change. Though I've made adjustments to the laws and updated the ways I teach them, some things have not changed in the last 10 years. It is still true that leadership is leadership, no matter where you go or what you do. Times change, technology marches forward, cultures differ from place to place. But the principles of leadership are constant. Whether you're looking at the citizens of ancient Greece, the Hebrews in the Old Testament, the armies of the modern world, the leaders in the international community, the pastors in local churches, or the business people of today's global economy, leadership principles are unchanging and stand the test of time. As you read the following chapters, I'd like you to keep in mind four ideas. One, the laws can be learned. Some are easier to understand and apply than others, but every one of them can be acquired. Two, the laws can stand alone. Each law complements all the others, but you don't need to know one in order to learn the other. Three, the laws carry consequences with them. Apply the laws and people will follow you. Violate or ignore them and you will not be able to lead others. Four, these laws are the foundation of leadership. 
Once you learn the principles, you have to practice them and apply them to your life. Whether you are a follower who is just beginning to discover the impact of leadership or a natural leader who already has followers, you can become a better leader. As you read about the laws, you may recognize that you already practice some of them very effectively. Other laws may expose weaknesses you didn't know you had. Use your review as a learning experience. In this edition, I've included exercises at the end of each chapter to help you apply each law to your life. No matter where you are in the leadership process, know this. The greater number of laws you learn, the better leader you will become. Each law is like a tool, ready to be picked up and used to help you achieve your dreams and add value to other people. Pick up even one and you will become a better leader. Learn them all and people will gladly follow you. Now, let's open the toolbox together.